What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hold Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Deron. I got both of my co-hosts on the line with me tonight. Got my man, Jay. What's going on, bro? Not much. Looking forward to, once again, another great episode. Um, hit another milestone. We're now over 110,000 downloads, which is another great milestone here. And happy so, with the traction that the podcast is getting. But want to quickly remind you can catch us on Grind City TV. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download Grind City TV on your Roku TV app, also on Google Play. Be sure to give us a follow on TikTok at Hold Husband Podcast, as well as subscribe to our as subscribe to our YouTube channel. You hit the red subscribe button. Also comment and share on your social media platforms. All right, T. Uh, I also got my other co-host. I got my man SD with me. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. I'm having a moment right now, but I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Brother Soul Productions for keeping the background audio fresh all the time. And I want to remind everybody to donate to the Hold a Husband podcast on PayPal and Cash App. Uh, I want to remind everybody, y'all can catch the audio playback of the podcast every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on thecore94.com. Uh, tonight's episode is titled Femininity First. Uh, so we're going to be having a discussion about the importance of feminine energy uh, and why it's a vital part of a healthy relationship. Uh, but before we get into all that, y'all know how we do around here on the Hold a Husband podcast. Uh, we like to talk about things that we've seen on our timelines. Uh, so we got a couple interesting videos that we're going to get to. Uh, this first video is a, a, a clip that I saw where a man was talking about uh, how women love money. Um, and he provided some evidence to support his belief. Let's take a listen. Women love money. Women love money. Uh, women will move, leave a man they love for no. a man with money. Hundo. No, that's no. not true. That's but not true. I, I, I never hear a man say, oh, her bag's brilliant. Oh, look at her bag. A uh, hair girl says he's got a nice watch, she's got a nice car, he's got a nice this, he's got a nice that. That is because they love money. A man don't care what car you drive. Facts. You know, hmm. a man will upgrade you. Back, That's back. an interesting point, actually. I've never thought about that. Man, that, that is Man, don't care what handbag you come. You can come with a private handbag. You can, you can care. You that, can that, it, depends, like, you. it depends what position the man's in, though, because yeah, let me tell you, if the man's getting the bus, he cares that you've got a car. Like, he likes the fact but that you've got a car. But if you haven't, he don't care, though. But if you're both on know. the bus, it, no, if I, you're both on the bus, she is trying to upgrade her Oyster card to a passenger seat. Hundo, before she even gets a driving test. Big facts. I'm telling you. All right, man, now I agree with everything he said. It's not news that women like men with money or the, 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 the things that money can buy. Um, and everything he said is accurate. Men buy nice jewelry, diamonds, gold, designer stuff because that gets the attention of women. And it portrays to women that you have the money to spend on those type of things. Um, we all know that you can go from ashy to classy, uh, you know, words of biggie, um, ugly fat dude. If he got bread or status, he can still sleep with the most attractive women. So everything he said in the video was accurate as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And smart men, smart men know that smart men know it just like smart women know that having the nice shape and looking good gets them the attention of men. That's why women go back to these. That's why they go get BBL. Yep. That's why they get their hair yep. and spend thousands of dollars on hair and makeup and all these things to try to attract men that way because that's high on a man's list, how a woman looks. A man's finances and how financially stable he is is high on a woman's list. And rightfully it so, women be. want providers. Yeah, women want providers. The man's supposed to be the provider and be able to take care of a household and a family. Cool. 
completely understand it. Don't knock you for it. That's how it should be. But uh, there's a fine line between a woman that just wants to be with you for your money and a woman yep. wants to be with you because you're financially stable and can uh, take care of a family and different things like that. So it, it's a difference. No, no doubt. You know, I'll just add to it. But when women do like money, because think about why the men go get, you know, a Louis belt, Gucci belt, Louis loafers, Gucci loafers, a Mercedes, a BMW. It represents a status symbol. They know when that's the first thing when a woman sees that first thing they're going to notice. They're like, oh, he must have some kind of money. I mean, now you got some that figure today make it, but it just represents that kind of status symbol. You know, whereas a woman, right. she can get away with wearing wearing ten dollars dress from Rainbow, buying a purse from you know Burlington Coat Factory. Men ain't gonna care. They just try, you know, they try right. to smash. Now, them, now, them titties still look the same in a in a exactly. dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, right wow. now, a, a woman that has money or pulls up in a Maserati or something like that, men will notice. But that's mm-hmm. not something that's gonna make a man go, oh, I want to date her because yeah. she she has this <laughs> exactly. or she wears these type of clothes. Like those are not things that are, are going to drive a man. Now, what what you wearing and how you wearing it, like as D said, that plays a major factor. Um, and a lot of times, uh, guys can can tell get context clues that a woman's out they league or not they type by how she's dressed or the status that she's on um so those are the kind of things that men use to pre-screen women uh to avoid some unnecessary rejection yeah and that's how men get get women real quick to smash them we use like a lot of men when i was in my whole phase i used things that i had i used my car i used my nice clothes and i used fake jewelry <laughs> I did. I did. Hey, I'm not going home. I did too. <laughs> I, was, I was in my 20s, and the women went for it. Why? Because because they love money or the look of a man that appears to have money. That's why guys will buy Gucci belts. That's why they'll yep. buy Gucci shirts and be sleeping on the Cologne. floor. Yeah, yep. be you sleeping know? on the floor because they know that they'll be able to get women easily by faking it and pretending like they have something so or even the guys that do have it they don't care about giving it out or showing a little something to get the women because women love it so much and put that over a lot of things much like men put looks and the beauty of a woman over a lot of characteristics that a a real solid woman should have so it gets us both in trouble uh no doubt yeah. but but see when what what jay said like it's it's a status symbol that's how it's perceived by a lot of people um but once you're if you have a nice career and you're doing all right for yourself yeah. you don't have to be rich to drive a mercedes you don't have to you know what i'm saying like but if you if you got everything in life in order where your insurance, your registration is running, it ain't scratched up, it ain't messed yeah. up, like to maintain luxury items and live a lifestyle where it's you can do that on a with a stable lifestyle, that is something that's very valuable on the dating market. Like Absolutely. you know, like yeah. a guy ain't gotta be able to put you in a mansion for him to be a solid dude, for him to be able to provide the type of lifestyle that is conducive to a long-term marriage or family. Um but you know what like when when i when i when i couldn't really comfortably afford it i tried to look a certain way like i yeah now that i can i buy these seven dollar shirts 
from, from <laughs> Marshalls or something like that. Like, I don't want to look like I have something. I don't want to right. be out there like that to where I attract target type of woman. Yeah. Right. Because I've been a target before. You know what I'm saying? I've been that guy that's been targeted before. So I don't like looking like I have it like that. I just want to be normal and be just a, a regular guy out here and flying under the radar. And I want a woman that appreciates me for me, not for what I have. So I don't want to show that type of stuff off to a woman like I got it. That ain't how I move no more. Like I but, used to as a youngster. But you, but you know what? Most people who got it like that aren't actually showing that they that they have it like that. You know, so yeah. the ones that's actually out there. That's something you do when you're young. Sometimes man. they don't have it. Yeah, a lot of them they they don't. You know, unless unless they immature, unless yeah. they immature and and feel like like you said, it's a status symbol. And they feel like it makes them appear a certain way if they have it on or are showing off. Oh, man, look at my watch. Look at my chain doing all this. They got the money. You know these, these, these guys got the money, but they just don't have the, the maturity man. in order to chill. I, man, I, yeah, and, and that comes with time, man. I, I, in my choice, I did something simple. Like, I was in the service. I got a, what was that, 91 Caprice with 22-inch rims. And I also, when I was on deployment, I got this Rolex watch from Bahrain that I wore and used to try to fake like, hey, I got a Rolex and everything. I'm trying to try to look. I've, I've done it. Hey, man, I went, straight right. to the, I went straight to the booth in the mall, got me a full diamond bezeled watch like Floyd Mayweather. It cost me $37. And the lady <laughs> ate it up. And I was driving a Dodge Intrepid. <laughs> and they were like, ooh, look at that watch. You got rims. It worked. It's, it's very effective. Yeah, All right, let, let's keep things rolling, man. Now, this next video, it ain't very often that something that come across my timeline caused me to do a double take. Uh, but, but what I heard in this first video, I just, I, I had to discuss it with y'all. It, it immediately popped up uh, as a trending topic. Let's take a, let's take a look at the video. She had another guy come pick me up and bring me to her house just so she could suck my Am I lying? Hold on, this I can't, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. She got me drove out just so she could suck my I said, can you go pick my friend up for me? How good do you be sucking his <laughs> for him to go pick up another man and take him to your house? Says, hold on, you gotta drop a tutorial or something. A mirror for president. <laughs> All right, now, man. that little clip. From what I gathered, Sis had a dude so sprung out that she asked him for a favor to go pick up her home one old boy, bring him to her house just so she could suck him up. Now, man, I've heard some Are wild stuff. To this? I've heard some wild stories before, uh, but that that definitely caught. I, I, I did exactly what you did as D. Like, man, did I hear what I just thought I heard? You know what I'm saying? Like, sis ain't got no shame. You know what I'm saying? Like, so she 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 a fool with it, obviously. Oh, oh, so was that the? Well, that wasn't one of the women that were on the panel, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I gotta see. I, my first thought is, what's her act? That's my first thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, what is this woman? What is her uh, her social media? Because that's amazing. Like, what? <laughs> What, what 
type of stuff are you doing? Got these dudes simping or this one guy going to pick up another dude to go get some head. That is exactly. the <laughs> That tops it all. Bro, I, I, I've heard something like that where you going to run a train on Sorty so you can right. scoop up your partner. You, 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 she got a friend, so you, you scoop up your partner to come through and, and you know, set things off. But man, I ain't never heard of nothing like that. What'd you nothing. think, Jay? I'm just like, I was just blown away by that. Like, wow, I just haven't heard of a, another man pick, act willfully going to pick up another man to, for her to suck him off. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, what resonated <laughs> with me, you know, I thought about, you know, when Superhead was talking about, you know, she would leave her husband to go see Bow Wow Lil Wayne. I thought about that, but like this one tops that off. Bro. Yeah, how you got that. Right? How is this how does bro. the bad that go? <laughs> hey, hey, exactly. hey, 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 Shorty got that. She got that thigh, don't she? She got that thigh. Yeah, she got that. How you talking bro. like that? Like, how you like, doing that? That's crazy. Well, I, this reminds me of a situation that in college, uh, where we had a, a head doctor that was Ooh. sucking up several of us that we we weren't friends yet. We became friends after our through our first semester, and so after a couple of weeks, it just through us hanging out, it, we all realized that we was all messing with the same chick or whatnot. <laughs> uh, and so she would she was a head doctor, and she could cook. So everybody's story was like, man, she sucked me off. She did this and that. And that. And then she brought me a plate with some pork chops and gravy and woo the woo the woo. Wow. Like so, <laughs> so we was all having the same experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, but man, I can't imagine a chick calling me asking me to go scoop up another dude. You know what I'm saying? Like a some a situation like that. So, so uh, real quick, do you remember? This head doctor's uh, at from college. <laughs> Man, this, this is before the social media era, bro. Like I, uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, she get hit up every homecoming though. Man, I wouldn't even want. Hey, I think, they, man, I think I might go to Southern Southern U homecoming this year. <laughs> head uh, doctors you know, are hard to come by. I'm telling you that that just find joy like a woman like that a woman like that that's like yo go pick up this other dude just so i can give him head that woman finds <laughs> love joy it and giving head like where do they make these chicks at like are they selling them at at, at home depot because you know them you gotta love that energy every day man like good, gotta man. love that energy man like the only um Remember, we had a hundred days of summer on where yeah. women is, you know, flying him out and all this stuff just just to experience what he's given. That's that's the only thing that can even remotely kind of uh, replica this. Uh, but we should. Well, she, we should be able to work a little magic, man. I, I slid in some DMs today, so we might be able to continue this conversation on the Hold a Husband podcast in the near future. Right. Uh, so, so stay tuned. Right. Uh, look like we are up against the, the clock, y'all. We about to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be getting into our topic of the night, femininity first, uh, and why feminine energy is such a vital part of a healthy relationship. Y'all are tuned into the Hold a Husband podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, I'm relationship coach and Arthur Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audio book. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, 
this audio book is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships. And I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. We have our guests for the night on. We have Miss Fyla Antoine. What's going on? What's going on with y'all? I'm just excited to be here. Happy to have this conversation. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We love to have feminine energy on the podcast. So we're absolutely looking forward to chopping no it up with you. Um, but before we get into the conversation, can you let the viewers know a little bit about you, your background, et cetera? Absolutely. So I am a relationship accountability coach for women. I specifically focus on working with successful, smart, accomplished black women who are looking to be in relationships with masculine men. So it's all about accountability first with me. There is no divisiveness. I love black men. So I'm not the life coach or the relationship coach who's going to speak negatively about men because ultimately we're trying to get these women in position to be in healthy relationships. Um, I have a online program as well called the Sacred Queen Academy, where I work with women in groups to also get them to a point where they are positioned and prepared to be in healthy relationships. All right, cool. That's great. Um, so tonight, like I said, the episode is titled Femininity First. Uh, and so we just wanted to talk about the importance of feminine energy when it comes to having a healthy relationship. Uh, because there's a lot of dialogue about women with masculine energy, and et cetera. Why do you, you know, you're a woman. Why do you think it's so difficult for women to actually exude feminine energy these days? You know, the overarching reason is because society is hypermasculine and we live within a patriarchal society that has always been mm -hmm. built on, run on what men want and what men have decided needs to be done to gain success or just to have a lifestyle that you desire, right? And so women are a part of that and we want a certain lifestyle as well, especially when we're talking about black and brown women, which is the segment of the population I focus on. We haven't always had the privilege of generational wealth being passed down from our families and we've had to like get out there and get it out get the mud as well. Right. And in order to do that, it puts you in a hyper-masculine space. And then you have to operate from a masculine perspective in order to earn, in order to gain, in order to feed yourself, feed your family. But then when you come into a space with a masculine man, you then find that the masculine energies create conflict. And now you have the women and men in relationships yep. battling each other because society has positioned us both to have to play the same position. Yeah. And you know, I, I um I talk to a lot of women um on my page that say those same things and can't figure out why they bump heads so much with the man. And how I, I how I explain it to them is <clears throat> just being opposites, right? And I just break it down real simple. Like if a man had more feminine energy and behaved femininely most women wouldn't find that attractive you know what i'm saying they'd be turned off by that 
And it's kind of the same thing when you're talking about a man and a, and a masculine woman. Most men are turned off by it. But what I also realize is that a lot of women want the men to be right. empathetic to that and give them grace for that and try to work them out of that that uh masculine hope that they'll change or hope that are right yeah mm -hmm. and and what they don't understand is that a lot of men especially at our age i don't know how old you are upper mid mid to upper 30s a lot of men especially your quality husband material men just don't have the patience at that age to deal with um a woman that's operating more in her masculine energy that he has to teach or uh force to be feminine much like a woman wouldn't want to deal with a man that she had to force to be masculine no absolutely i think that everything you said is valid and i agree here's what i will say in any relationship space you get to be a teacher and you get to be a student so it's natural that i'm going to teach you how to operate in a way that makes me feel loved and seen and you get to do the same in a healthy environment that simply happens through communication and through conversation right this is what i like this is what i don't like etc but we are not operating from healthy emotional spaces to begin with so there okay. are these battles and i'm 43 so i'm pretty you know i've had my own experiences and lived life a little and what i recognize particularly in the black community is that there are a lot of black mothers who are operating from a place of their own personal trauma and they are setting their daughters up to have dating disasters. They're not teaching them how to be partners. They're not teaching them how to be wives. They're not teaching them how to be in connection with a man. Instead, they're teaching them how to protect themselves from men. You don't need a man. Make sure you have this of your on your own. You accomplish these things. And so when these women come into contact with masculine men, because that's who they want, they are not able to let go of all the things that they've been taught, let go of mm. all the ways that they've operated in life, because number one, it is the way that they have achieved. So some women have a lot of pride in being masculine and doing it on their own. And even when they want to be loved by me, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, we pride ourselves on that. I can get it on my yeah. own. I can do it by myself. Yeah. Right. But nobody really wants to do that. But there's a lot of ego, a lot of pride. And Absolutely. a lot of social so, conditioning that plays a part in the conflict in the relationship. You know, so why do you believe it's it's so hard for women to hold themselves accountable, especially with the women that you work with? Oh Lord, we don't got that much time, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> the Cliff Notes version of it, <laughs> right? You know, it. There's a lot of victim consciousness with women in general we're taught to play victim in order to get what you want. And so when you then tell a woman that she's in the position that she's in because of the choices that she's made, it goes against psychologically and socially what she's been taught. It's not my yeah. fault. I'm just a woman, even mm -hmm. though on the other side, it's I'm a woman, I'm independent. I can do, do it on my own. Yeah. Right. So it's these two different kind of social concepts that are happening at the same time that are being used to her benefit. So when you say to a woman, listen, it's not that the men are all no good, but you just seem to keep finding and choosing the men that are all no good. Mm -hmm. That victim consciousness comes up and says, no, it can't be me. It has to be them. And so yeah. it's hard for her to get out of that because it means that she has to say, it's my 
fault. Mm-hmm. And, and if you right. don't have anyone to place blame on, that means moving forward, you're responsible for yourself. Yeah. I was just having this conversation earlier talking about that, how I did a survey and I asked the women, hey, um, are your more of your exes more like a future or more like a Russell? And 70 some percent of them said, hey, they more like a future. <laughs> right. Wow. And then you see these videos where the women pick the bad boys. Hey, they don't like the nice guys. He's too nice. They got him in their friend zone. Like I think mm-hmm. most women have a guy like that in their friend zone who they didn't like, whatever the case and they're more attracted to the bad boy type of guy because he's more or the players because he has the personality he got the humor he got his life in order whatever the case he got all the skills and different things these women like and they choose these men time and time over and over again and then they'll turn around and say the men are the problem without ever looking at themselves to say okay why why do i keep choosing this guy and placing blame on themselves it's it's like you said it's like a like they plan on both sides of the fence yeah it's part of their value system you know like the things that they value are not really the things that are representative of husband material men Mm um so when when you're talking about the things that russell wilson stability boring stay at home like those are I got a lot of Russell Wilson in me, you know what I mean? Like, but overall in, in, in the black community, you don't want to be seen as a lame. You know what I mean? Like you still got to have some swag. You got to have some charisma. Like you don't want chicks to, to be clowning you because of the way you dressed or whatnot. Because they will. Um, and so with Russell, I, he gets a bad rap because he's really only popping because he's a famous, rich NFL player. Like if he was a, a assistant principal sierra wouldn't be dating them you know what i mean like so so it it it, it kind of gives the the women this false we all want to wrestle when their dating decisions don't really reflect that yeah. so i wanted to i wanted to ask you how do you define or evaluate what is husband material and what's not so i think first it's, it's good for us to to recognize that most men and women are not dating for what they want they're dating for what they think is going to be perceived as the good or right thing by other people. So women are dating to impress other women and men are dating to impress other men. Mm. And so you're not really choosing from what you actually want. If we look at it, you know, there are so many men who are like, they want an IG model, right? They want a woman that looks like this, but really and truly that's not all often what they actually want it's what you think you're supposed to have and women are like i want a man who's you know buying me birkins and chanel's and all these things when you can't even walk in the red bottoms that he bought you when you don't even live that lifestyle but you want to impress other people so husband material is going to be different for each individual however there's some core things that need to be on the table anyone who is husband or even wife material has to understand that there is no foundation without us coming together in a partnership. We have to work together. And so many people don't have partnership skills, don't have team building skills, don't know how to do anything, you know, in a way where you can put your ego aside and say, okay, this is for the good of all. So having an understanding that this is a partnership having an idea of what it is that you are marrying for. What are you building? Is it about family? Is it about legacy? Your reason matters. 
Exactly. And then what are the things that are important to you at your core? Do you value, you know, quality time? Mm -hmm. Do you value home ownership? Do you value the things that are going to create stability for the two of you as a couple and for the children that you may be bringing into this, this world? But people skip past all of those basics and it's, what does he drive? How big is her ass? What can he buy me? And how's everybody else gonna look at me when we're together? True, the power couple thing. I mean, you got a lot of people, a lot of people doing that, man. But, you know, I I don't think a lot of people um, really assess themselves for what it is they're asking. At least not accurately. Yeah, like as, as as a guy, you can want the IG 10 all you want, but do you really qualify for one? Because them IG 10s require these here dudes to, you know what I'm saying, be on a different in a different tax bracket a lot of times, right? Yep. And a lot of times the women, they might want this dude making three, four hundred thousand dollars, but that type of man requires a woman to a lot of times look a certain way and be sure. a certain way when he get there. And a lot of people either they aren't willing to be that or can't be what it is that they desire the most. So I think a lot of people are unrealistic, both men and women to what they actually can get in their dating market value out here. Oh, I agree completely, completely. And I say to a lot of my clients when they're like, I want this type of man, I'll ask them to assess themselves and ask yourself, are you the type of woman that that man would want? Okay. Wow. So do you do you find do you find um a lot of things to be unrealistic initially when you when you start out like find a lot of uh requirements that they want in a man to be unrealistic or no? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's completely unrealistic and their ideas of themselves are unrealistic. Mm. Right? You there's a way that you see yourself and then right. there's a way that you present to other people. Exactly. Right. So one of the exercises that we often do is I'll say you have to examine the other relationships in your life and ask those people how they view you. How do you show up to them? Because how you see yourself is often not how other people see you you. at all. Yep. Sure. No doubt. A lot of a lot of your behaviors um, or your motives for your behaviors can be misinterpreted. And then a, a lot of time people just feel those feel that up with assumptions. Oh, exactly. you only do this because of that. And, and that could not be have anything to do with your motive for it. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talking about uh, feminine energy, I, I know that you're married. Um, and so I, I always speak from from the married person's perspective. It doesn't seem like a lot of people have a real idea of what marriage actually is. Uh, and like you said, that they're, they're more concerned about how how are they going to post what, what social media going to think, you know, like in trying to put, make sure they story show date night and show different mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, man, that's not the fundamentals of a healthy relationship. You know what I mean? Like you don't even have to post your relationship to have a healthy relationship, but I don't think a lot of people in this generation seem to get that. Oh, yeah. you are. It, it's like an epidemic almost, right? Because people are living life on social media and then in real life they're nothing like what they post to be (laughs) (laughs) and they don't even know how to connect with another human being on a one-to-one basis 
I've been married for, we just made 12 years marriage this month. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Right. And I have a lot of women followers and they're always like, you know, you guys are like relationship goals. And I say, but we're not because we can only be our own goals. And so many of them are like, I wish I had a relationship like you guys. I said, but we worked for this. Are you willing to do the work that it took to be happily married after 12 years, being together 18 years? It wasn't always roses and peaches and cream. And I wasn't right. always in touch with my own femininity. I'm a woman from New York. I grew up in Queens in the crack era. My father was a hustler. I was wow. taught you don't need a man. So there were so many things that I had to unlearn in order to be able to be a wife. And often I mm. credit my husband for teaching me a lot of the values that I have now as a wife, because I had no idea what it really took to be a partner and a wife to a man. I didn't understand that even though I might want to do my own thing, my responsibility to him is to be a supporter, is to be an encourager, is to be an uplifter, is to be able to fuel him and nourish him and nurture him inside the home if I wanted him to be the type of man that went out in the world and provided for us. And so many women do not have that concept of wifedom or marriage at all. And when they get into marriage, they're in this place of like having this rude awakening and it falls apart. Yeah, I don't yeah. think a lot of women want to, you know, when you really when you really get down to it and you try to talk to certain women about certain things that men actually want from a woman and the attitude that men want from a woman, a lot of women scoff at it because mm -hmm. they feel like it's lesser than to be that way. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I, I took a survey where I asked the women, uh, were you raised to be strong and independent or were you raised to take care of a man and be a wife? 70 some percent of them said they were raised to be strong and independent. And it shows in the attitude to where they feel like and you hear them brag about it a lot. I don't need a man. I don't need a man for wow. this or that. And it plays That's out the, in the attitude also towards yeah. towards a man and how they view men. So a lot of women don't see the importance of a man. So that's why they don't um, want to do the work. A lot of women mm -hmm. or men also, it's not just the women, but don't want to do the work in order to become what those types of men or women want out of a, a marriage. Mate. Right. But see, but the difference is the husband material man, he had to start preparing for that role early on. Like you can't oh, yeah. just wait till you in your twenties to decide that you're going to start trying to be a husband. You know what I mean? Like you had your career has to be in place, your mentality, your, your decision-making, the way the, the level of respect that you get from your friends and family, all that has been established over a long period of time, long before you, you bring the chick that you want to marry around your family. Um, yeah. and so one of the ways that, um, guys in this generation they don't they don't start that preparation um they feel like they gonna blow up and get instagram famous or things of that nature so there's no preparation to putting yourself in, in a position to be a six-figure earner by the time you're in your 30s or your, your 40s like they, they just expect to just live this luxury lifestyle just off a of hustle or you know what i'm saying or, or social media or something to that effect and it's just like it's is dooming our future generations. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because on the flip side, mm-hmm. like like you saying, these men expect to just fall into this. A lot of women expect to just fall into this type of guy that's making this out of this money, and they can just do this just the way that they are, exactly the way that they are without any work. And like you said, it's ruining the generation on both sides from the men. Yep. Not getting the preparation from the household and all these different things, thinking they just gonna, and from the women not getting the the, uh, the preparation from the household to become wives. So it, it's hurting out here, and you see it within the marriage numbers for mm-hmm. our community. And I'll I'll right. tell you this, from based on the the women that I work with, some of them are mothers, older, ranging probably from like their late twenties to like early fifties. So much of it is because of the generation before us, right? Who raised their daughters to be independent and strong and accomplished and didn't raise their sons to do the same things or were absent in those processes. So a lot of the things I hear from my women clients are, I've done all this work to accomplish these things and I can't find a man who has the same kind of work ethic that I have. And they're afraid to trust a man to come in and partner with them in that aspect because like you said terry so many of these young men just have this sense of entitlement they think it's just supposed to come to them and the women on the other hand are working hard and you know being accomplished and that creates a divide Mm -hmm. and so many women think that men care about those accomplishments and that's that's a misconception right i was gonna say a woman making more money yes Cool. In, a, in, in cool. theory, that that would be great. A man would rather have a woman that has some money than a broke bum type of chick. <laughs> but men don't look at women and be like, "Oh man, she makes six figures! Wow, great!" Like that's that's not a big deal to him because yeah. if he's already able to provide a stable, comfortable lifestyle, all you're doing, he's not going to be asking you to pay. If he does ask you to ask you to pay <laughs> bills, it's going to be around 30 40 percent. It's not going to be. 50 50 or he's going to be dependent <laughs> on your income mm-hmm. uh, and so like you said a lot of women overvalue their, their credentials and their income because those are not the things that men are looking for when they they looking for dating he ain't in the club you know what i'm saying looking for your resume mm-hmm. yeah um Fila, what what is what are like some techniques or strategies you give to your female clients to unlearn you know some of that independent woman mentality so like I said earlier, it's all about accountability on the women's end, right? And so we have to look at the lessons that these women have learned from the women in their family. So what was your parents' relationship like? What was your mother's perspective of your father? Because that plays such a pivotal role. And how did your mother operate in the presence of men? What did she tell you, teach you about men, etc.? And then we go back a few generations because all of those observations all of those lessons culminate in how the woman now shows up in her relationship with men so another one of the things that i told you that we do is i have the women create an avatar their perfect partner avatar create the man who is your perfect partner from what he looks like to what he likes to do to the experiences that he has the career the car the home all of that and they're really excited in the beginning about this. Like, oh, this man and this, he has this and he has that and he has all that. Barbie and Ken. Yeah. Exactly. And then I say, now take a look at your current self. As the woman that you are right now, 
are you aligned to be a partner to that man that you have created most of the time they have to say no because the expectations for the men is up here always and then they sometimes realize that they're operating down here Ooh. and after that i'll urge them to figure out what is it that they need to do internally with themselves and for themselves to become the woman who is the partner to that man man they don't report wow. your page after that <laughs> <laughs> they, I was just like, they, 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 they don't they be going off on you <laughs> they report me. Hey, when I put that mirror up to their face and I make a point and I show them stuff, next thing I know, here come Instagram. Look, the guidelines say that you should be doing this or that. Wow. Yeah, they, these and these are paying slow. clients though, right? So they're paying oh, for good. this information because Mark, once yeah. they have accomplished all the accomplishments and achieved all the achievements and checked yeah. off all the boxes, they still uh, lonely. Yeah, True. yeah. If, you, if you Google like some of these here different things about, you know, uh, the, the loneliest women and stuff like that, a lot of them are educated and got money. Most of them, if you do a lot of these Google study or uh, uh, studies that they did from Harvard and Yale and all these places about why it's so hard for these women, most of them are the educated women that's out there that make money. That's the loneliest out there. They can't yeah. find the type of man. Because you know why? Because once a woman starts making money, her expectations of how much money a man has to make grow. That's strange. And especially in the black community where we only, what, 1% of the, the wealth of the country, that's yep. unrealistic to begin with. So if you already a, a outlier making 300K with your businesses or whatever the case may be, to yep. think to set your dating standard where, well, my man got to be making 500K to a million. Well, you almost eliminating every every guy that's available in your area. Mm -hmm. So it's stuff like that that just compounds the problem from, from the female perspective. Yeah, but what else they don't take into account is that a lot of times when they're making good money like that, nice upper tier type of money, the women typically want to marry up and they want a man that's making upper tier money. Well, that man that's yep. making upper tier money can date different. He True. don't have to date a five that's overweight. And he's making five hundred thousand. Like it's the truth. Making so, that type yeah. of his money is different. Yep. So he's not looking for, even though he's a 45, 50 year old man, nine times out of ten, he ain't looking for a 45, 50 year old woman that's out of shape cool. to, to go and, and get up with when he's making that type of money. It changes yeah, once you get up no there. Doubt. So it's okay. it's a lot harder for women that make that type of money that want to date up because those upper tier men. They just looking for a dime piece a lot of times. That's got a nice mind. They're gonna be way pickier, way, way. They got the pick. They got the options when they making that type of money. I they also think a lot of women educate themselves out of love because if I've spent mm. all of this time and all of these years accomplishing things, these things, and then I potentially get into a relationship with a man where yeah. he doesn't really care about that. Like it's great, it's cool. But yeah. those things don't things don't make you a better woman than anybody else to him. Right. The ego can't accept that. The ego can't accept that. I spent three hundred thousand dollars, ten years of my life building my career, getting this education, and this still doesn't make me better than the woman who doesn't have this. And so I say to women all the time, your education is great, but you can educate yourself out of love if you put all of your eggs in that basket. And you don't yeah. recognize that men and women do not operate the same way. Right. Not because a little bit. 
Because when, when men are making long-term decisions, like who they want to marry, who they want to have children with, it's largely based off a long period of positive experiences. So if, if you can string together where the conflicts that y'all have are actually resolved, the conversations that y'all have are actually enlightening and you can show them your thought process and your, your ambition and those type of things, those are the things that actually matter when it comes to husband material men. Because yeah. if he's been preparing his whole life to make sure he's going to be a good dad and father and can take his kids out of town and all family trips and all that, then he's the mentality of the woman that he chooses to marry is really the most important decision of, of his life. Yeah. So yeah. how she thinks, how she operates, how she treats other people, all of those are things that actually go into the, the equation of whether he puts you in the wife category or somebody that he would just casually date or kick you with. Feed yeah. to the mattress. Yeah. But it, that's, just, that's, that's, that's what it is, because that's, how, that's yep. how dudes do. But I gladly take a customer service rep with a high school diploma that's making 60000 over a woman that's making 300000 that's got a PhD. You know, a lot of times, because if you ask the men, those types of women that make that type of money are usually a lot more difficult to deal with yeah. because and they I remind you education. Yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying? They're a lot more combative and just unpleasant to be around. Not all of them, but a lot of them, if you just ask the men, because they want to let you know that a lot of times they don't need you. You're not on a level or they're up here mm -hmm. in this status as far as uh, in the secular world. And as men, we don't care. Give me the customer service rep making sixty thousand because I don't need her money. I don't need you to make three hundred thousand. I need you to come in this house, make a house a home, know how to nurture, be accountable, be loving, have integrity, be accountable to certain things like those are the uh, traits, and keep yourself in nice shape too. Also, we want that, but those are the things that men value from a woman and have a good personality and treat them well. Like a lot of the times with these women, though, it's not just them who like they're not just combative for themselves. Often, especially when we're talking about black women, brown women, they're generally the first to go to college. Right. The first to become okay. doctors, the first to do these things. And so and this is what I hear from my clients as well. A lot of the times their mothers and aunties and grandmothers are saying, well, what you need a man for, baby, you a doctor. What you need a wow. man for, baby, you a lawyer. What you need a man for, right? You are able to financially take care of yourselves because those older women in their families have Good. resentment towards the men in their lives because finances are some of the reasons that they stayed with them with poor mm. behavior and poor mm. treatment. Yeah. And so it's a yeah. pass down of trauma. And now the women today are like, well, I don't need a man because I got a degree, but I yeah. want a man because this degree doesn't make me happy. Yeah, but see, that's that's also because they don't see the importance of a man outside of his money. They don't they don't view his leadership, his structure, his direction. They don't view none of his security, his protection. They don't see none of that as valuable. They only see the money. So when a woman typically says, I don't need a man, she ain't thinking of protection. Right. She's not thinking of the security aspect of it. She's only thinking of yeah. money. I make my own money. I have my own house. Therefore, I don't need a man. She mm -hmm. ain't thinking yep. about the structure, the leadership, the different things right. that a man comes and puts on his shoulders and takes off of her shoulders. She ain't thinking about that. So 
that's why that's why a lot of a lot of women are left out in the cold when it comes to these here um when it comes to relationships and marriage and it, it's really sad because you know it's not getting any it better is. anytime soon for them, you know, a lot of and all of those women who operate in the way that you said mm -hmm. have challenges and problems with being feminine and with their own femininity and they want to be softer they want to have more ease in their life but there's this battle between this hyper masculinity that's created the success or the financial achievements and the natural femininity that they want to exude but feel like they'll be ostracized for because other women are going to say why are you doing that for him you know why yeah, are you being so me. Why did you pick <laughs> me? Yeah. exactly and so there's all of this internal chatter but i'll tell you what ain't nothing like being a feminine woman with a masculine man and being able to be soft i don't want to take the garbage out i don't want to take the car to get an oil change i don't want to do none of that and when women are operating from a place of natural femininity they feel better their mental and emotional health improves their relationships improve but there is that constant battle because they're afraid of being judged by those other women in their lives who are miserable and in unhealthy relationships most right. women don't want to most women don't want to do those things if you talk to the women they get frustrated doing all that taking out the trash cutting the grass, yeah. doing the doing and 100 percent gotta take care of the kids gotta do this at work but see they're not looking at the importance of a man coming in and bringing structure and saying yeah. i got the cars i got the furnace I got the bathroom. I got this. I got that. You just worry about working the kids, boo. I got it. They ain't thinking about that. At and all. that's where they yeah. go wrong at, man. That's where they go wrong. But also to Terry's point earlier, a lot of modern men don't even know how to play that position and take Absolutely a position not. of leadership. No. So it's a mess on True. both sides. Yeah, because they were never taught. Yeah. They were never taught. And they think that, hey, social media i just buy a bunch of stuff and that's that they don't know nothing yeah. about uh, uh being being a leader you know they don't right. know nothing about protection you know not yeah. just protection physically but emotional protection and, mm -hmm. and not running up on uh, you know putting hard eyes under a chick's picture and making his girl feel some type of way about right it. They, they don't know nothing about it because they ain't never been taught you know respect on how to treat a woman and how to care for a family or different things like that so you're mm -hmm. you're absolutely right it's on both sides for sure. All right, y'all. Look like we up against the clock, man. This has been a great conversation. Uh, before we get up out of here, Fila, can you let the audience know where they can find your content or how they can keep up with you? Sure, of course. So they can find me on all social platforms at she is Fila. Instagram is my platform of choice. I'm sneaking over to TikTok lately, so they can find me on TikTok as well. And you can also visit my website at filaantwine.com. All right, uh, before we get up out of here, I want to give another shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with our background audio. Uh, I want to remind y'all to continue supporting the podcast through our Cash App and our PayPal. Uh, Jay, uh, SD, man, I appreciate y'all linking up with me so we can get another episode knocked out. And uh, Fila, you know, I always enjoy our conversations. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast again. Likewise, uh, it's always a pleasure. Nope. All right, y'all be careful for these mentions. You know, y'all said a lot of a lot of sensitive stuff. Mm, <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. Y'all, thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.